Welcome to our podcast, Hey David, where Grandpa Rod talks about life and attitudes, hope and success. Each week, he raises a new topic for David to consider. We hope it speaks to you too. We also hope you'll invite your friends to listen and that you'll share your comments with us. Here is Rod with today's topic. Hi, I'm Rod MacArthur, David's grandpa and narrator of the Hey David podcast. Thanks for listening. I want David to have the best grandfatherly counsel I can give. It could be that you'll gain some light pointers too. Welcome. Today, I'm going to talk with David about how my salmon fishing experience can help him overcome chaos when it happens. Watching the waves make you talk to Ralph. Look at the horizon instead. Stay focused and stay sane. Hey David, it's Grandpa. I want to talk with you about navigating your chaos. Always keep your eye on a worthwhile goal. Maybe you knew this. I grew up in rural King County, Washington. In my early teens, I had a friend at church. He lived out in the sticks. Some Sundays, I would go spend the afternoon at his house. We would walk through the woods after dinner and come out to a set of train tracks running through the forest behind his house. Those tracks were for coal trains. A lot of coal was mined in that part of King County. There's a city near me called Black Diamond. Perhaps you've heard of it. Do you know how it got its name? It was because of the coal they mined nearby. Black Diamonds. My friend and I would head down to the tracks and look around for chunks of coal. It made good fuel, so finding it would save some money. Looking for coal was engaging at first, then it became boring. So, we decided we would walk the rails to see who could stay up longest and go the farthest. He would be on one side, I'd be on the other. Those tracks were straight as an arrow. That helped. I don't know who won the competition. I don't remember. And that's not the point. I learned how easy it was to fall off. Railroad rails are not much different in size than the balance beams used by gymnasts in Olympic competition. It always amazes me how they stay on and do all those flips and spins. In fact, it's hard to watch because of the anticipation of them falling. As I was saying, we would walk along until one of us fell off. That is, until I learned the secret. Did you know there was a secret to walking rails? There is. The secret is to look at the rail 40 or 50 feet ahead. The tendency, the almost overwhelming urge, is to look at your feet. Where you put the next foot and the next one and the next one, it's an absolute guarantee. When you do that, you will lose your balance and fall off. But by taking the long view, getting your eye anchored on the target, you'll walk the rail a lot farther than if you look at your feet. I know. I tried it and it works. That's the point. By keeping your eye on the goal, you'll have fewer wobbles and falls because you'll maintain your perspective and balance. You're more likely to get where you're going if you keep where you're going in mind. 
and refuse to let your eyes or mind wander. Chaos can distract. Don't let it. Balance in life is key. That's great advice when you're dealing with chaos. Chaos comes in all forms, doesn't it? It's seen in macro events that turn society on its ear and make it tumultuous, as is seen in the news lately. It's also seen in deeply personal events, like the angst that arises in a person's heart. Staying on course is hard when there's so much chaos in society. It's also hard when your heart and mind are agitated. This is precisely why you need a long vision for your life. It gives perspective and assures balance. Here's another story or example. Did I ever tell you about my salmon fishing trip? We arrived at Westport, Washington early in the morning and boarded our charter. Putting out to sea is exciting, especially when you know you'll be catching salmon. But there is the ever-present issue of seasickness. We had to cross the bar to find the salmon, and crossing the bar is always rough. The incessant flow of a river rushing out to merge with the ocean and the irresistible force of the tide coming in, as if to stop the river, make for treacherous rolling and dangerous agitation. Those poor little boats were like corks in a storm. And those poor people on board were being rocked back and forth, side to side and front to tail. It's rough. Many of the people with me that day spent the rest of it talking to Ralph. That's a seagoing term suggesting the noise you make when you lose your cookies leaning over the side of the boat. Ralph. This story is similar to the previous one. It's about keeping your eye on the goal. To say it differently, here's what I discovered. If I looked at the deck of the boat, or if I looked at the ocean surging and billowing next to the boat, I would become nauseous. Once or twice, Ralph came up. But when I got smart and remembered the rail walking, I decided to try looking at the horizon instead. I discovered that the horizon looked calm. It didn't show the same upsetting upheaval. It kept me calm and focused. As long as I looked at the horizon, I had no nausea. Even though others were losing their lunch, as I continued looking at the horizon, I was okay. What's the point? Again, it's clear. The storms of life, that's the chaos I'm talking about, are like crossing the bar. It's choppy, it's bumpy, it's upheaved, it's unnerving, it's upsetting. It can make you sick. The secret will keep you safely functioning. My friends who didn't learn the secret did not have a good day fishing. But I did. I caught my limit and brought them home to Grandma. How could I succeed while they failed? Easy. I kept my eye on the horizon. The rough seas did not upset me because I had a bigger picture, the end picture, the goal in mind rather than the immediacy of the rough waters. David, the next time you are in an agitated state of mind, for whatever reason, look past the agitation to your goal, to that anchor point of your life, to that reality of truth. The storm will not unseat you 
nor will it defeat you. You will pass through the storm. I won't say unscathed, but I will say without being blown off course. That's worth celebrating. Now, let me tell you the value of a lighthouse. My father was a career Navy man. He served for 20 years. I don't know all of his sea adventures. I probably don't even know most of them. But I do know this. He loved lighthouses. He had photographs of lighthouses. He had pictures and drawings of lighthouses. He had replicas of lighthouses. He loved lighthouses. I find them fascinating, too. Grandma and I visited one on the north shore of the Columbia River, where it meshes with the Pacific Ocean. That bar, as in crossing the bar, is the most treacherous one in the world. Coast guards from across the globe train in the Columbia Bar. If they can rescue endangered ships in that bar, they can rescue from any other one as well. This is fascinating, but what does it have to do with the lighthouse? Like I said, we visited a lighthouse on the north bank of the Columbia River. We toured it. It was well kept. The Coast Guard officer was polite and informative, and the view was amazing. The Pacific was calm that day. There was really no need for a lighthouse. It sat idle, but ready. Then that night, it was a life-saving necessity. Crossing the bar is treacherous, as I have already noted. The size of vessel makes no difference at the Columbia Bar. I have walked the Oregon coast just south of the Columbia River mouth, and there are ship skeletons strewn all over it. Large ocean-going vessels lay dead on the shore. The Columbia Bar is deadly. Lighthouses are lifesavers. The beam of light gives each captain a target. No matter how high the seas, how rough they might be, or how difficult the wind is, the pilot has a target. He can keep his eye on the target and safely navigate even the roughest, most treacherous water in the world. That's my point, David. Having a goal to shoot for in life will take you through the roughest places of life. You can navigate chaos because you have a steady, sure, fixed target in mind. At this point, I think of what the Apostle Paul said about the challenges in his life, which were many. He said, quote, I have as my ambition to be pleasing to Jesus, end quote. No matter what your endeavor in life might be, having a clear vision of where you want to go or what you want to do or who you want to become will keep distractions, disruptions, and in general the chaos of life from knocking you off course. You can navigate your life by having such a target. Call it your lighthouse. Mine is the one Paul adopted. I want my Lord Jesus to be pleased with my choices and interactions. I know of no more stabilizing, broad-based, and motivating lighthouse than that. You choose yours. David, let me reiterate. I basically laid out one major premise. Have an established long-term goal for your life. You'll stay on course by looking long-term and not at immediate needs, desires, or circumstances. 
you'll stay safe and functioning in life's storms by looking ahead and not at the surrounding upheaval. You have God-given tools to make it triumphantly through life. I want you to have a great one. I love you, David. Thanks for listening. If you've got something worth holding on to from this blurb, come back next Monday. Next week, I want to talk with David about the fine art of choosing friends. Good ones inspire, but bad ones will tear you down. Be wise and win. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Hey David. If you have thoughts, comments, or questions, please send them to rod underscore MacArthur at comcast.net. Rod will get back to you. Also, check out the church's website, www.churchofauburnwa.com. You'll discover a ton of information. You may especially enjoy the page Blurbs from Rod. Until next Monday, have a joy-filled week.